Hey guys, it's uh, Jess here, and um, Cam and I are doing these mini episodes so that you can kind of get an introduction into who we are as um, individuals and as coaches, and I can't wait to share with you my story, my origin story. Um, it is full of ups and downs. It's definitely been a roller coaster of a journey to get to where I am today, um, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Because without those ups and downs, I wouldn't be who I am today, the confident, young, 31-year-old that I am today. <laughs> um, and so I'm just going to go with it and follow along. I hope you like get to know me a little bit better. And I look forward to you guys getting to know me a little bit better as we go into our podcast. Um, and I'm very, very thankful that um, we have this opportunity to get ourselves out there and um, share. So my story begins at a young age. Um, I tried all sports kind of uh, at very young, but ultimately fell in love with basketball. And from there, that's kind of where my story really gets moving and shaken. Um, in second grade, I started playing basketball. Um, and from there, found that I really absolutely loved it um, and went on to play highly competitive basketball year-round all the way up into the collegiate level. Um, but to regress for a second, a pivotal point um, in my life and which helped shape me to who and kind of build some character was when I tried out for middle school basketball. Um, I am not a born athlete. I've had to work for my athleticism and work for it very hard. Practice practice, practice. Um, and so when I tried out for middle school, um, it, I ended up being getting cut the very first that it was at seventh grade. Um, and I was told that it had to do with like my height and that my left-handed dribbling wasn't great. So I feel like as a 13 year old, that is a pivotal moment that you can have two options. As I see it, you can either say, I'm going to quit. I'm not good enough. I'm going to let someone dictate how I'm going to be. Or you can do what I did and said, screw off. I'm going to um, challenge that, not let it be my reality. And so essentially what I did, I did not let that one individual's thought process of how I was dictate my future. So I got on a select basketball team and I started playing year round and I'll tell you right now I never got cut again nor was I ever going to let myself get cut again um, from there kept on playing competitively up in through high school and then I got the opportunity to try out for college um, and made the team and man when that was probably the most exciting um, experience of my life like going from like not being a gifted necessarily athlete to working really hard and being able to play at the collegiate level um, is something that is one of my greatest accomplishments. Now, this is where the story gets a little bit rocky. In 2006, um, and I'll be very vulnerable with my story and being very transparent, um, my mother was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. And that was my that was a very pivotal turning point in my life and it really rocked our family to like the nth degree. Um, and with that, it shook things up and she, she was an amazing woman. She battled cancer, 
um, on and off for about seven years. And then ultimately she did pass away in 2013. Um, but it's okay. Like a lot of people will hear that and they'll feel like sad or, and and that's okay. It is sad, but with her passing, I woke up. And what I mean by that is in life, I kind of like after she got diagnosed and her family was dealing with everything, I kind of was always in that boat of like, I'm not sure where I want to go. Where's my passion? Where am I being called to? I hadn't had a defining moment of what I needed to do. And so in school, I was like just doing prerequisites. I didn't really know. I was like, oh, I'm going to be, I like people. So I want to be in HR. So I'm going to do business. And I'm like, okay, like not really enjoying it, but just trying to go with the flow of what society tells me I need to do. Like you need to get a degree to get this good job, to find a husband, to have the white picket fence, to have the family. And I'll tell you right now, like that is a social construct that really jacks with people's minds. And I've never been one to conform, but I was trying really hard. Like ultimately, like I, I, I have to ultimately have my own path. Um, and so with that, um, with after like when I was in still in sc- some schooling when she passed away and after she passed away, it's like I got hit with like a you need to go back to school, you need to finish your degree and it needs to be in psychology because I realized that um, I'm really good with people. I can pick up on stuff. I can be sympathetic, empathetic um, and just my ability to connect and be relatable and vulnerable, um, is I feel something special. So I, um, got back into school, um, and I was on the path to getting my degree in psychology, which I do have. Um, but during that I, um, I got engaged and with grief, um, I gained a lot of weight and we're talking like 30 plus pounds and prior to, and something I need to go back and talk, talk about is prior to this, like I was always a fit kid, like super fit, super athletic, um, like flat stomach, everything great. And then when I stopped playing basketball, I, my nutrition was out of control. Like I literally was still eating the same way as if I was working out six, seven days a week. And ultimately I gained a lot of weight then. But prior to my mom passing away, I had lost 30 pounds. But after she passed away, I gained it all back and a little bit more. Now, when I became engaged, that's when I was like, oh, crap. Like, I need to, I always wanted to look like that perfect bride on those magazines. And it was like a little obsessive. So in previous times, I would do the 24-hour fitness thing and like go on the cardio machines, not really weight lift. I didn't really have a plan or really know what I was doing. But I just knew like, well, if it's in the magazines, like then I should well, I should do that. If JLo is doing that on the cover of Shape, then I want to be JLo and I'm going to do this workout, which to be honest is not, not even close. They don't tell you like the hard effort and work that goes into it. I didn't understand. Um, so I started doing like videos, workout videos on like those DVDs and things like that and um, trying to like look for a quick fix for this wedding I was getting ready for. Um, Ultimately, none of that worked. Um, And then I found Vigor. In March of 2015, I came to orientation, fell in love with it instantly. I knew that this place was special. Um, it It had glimpses of what 
training was like for me when I was in college and in high school and played team sports. Um, and so I really like grasped onto that being the fact that like Luca was a basketball player. I really like really enjoyed that. And a lot of the other coaches at the time were very athletic and had played basketball as well. So huge relatability. I signed up on our trial and I got started. I still remember my first class. I think when I started at bigger, I was pushing like 200 plus pounds at that point. And for a frame of five, five, like it was not working. Like I look like a doe girl. (laughs) Um, and so I started training and within a couple of months till my wedding, I was able to, you know, drop about 10, 15 pounds, lose some inches. And I felt really good on my wedding day. Um, and then from there I signed up and I didn't look back. I got like the, the total package, like all the coaching, all the strength training classes, all the team training. And I worked with the coach and, um, ultimately within the, first six months of me being at Vigor, I had a very profound moment on at our old facility on the turf. And like, it's like I woke up again. So I woke up again, like after my mom passed away, like getting slapped, like girl, get back to school. You know what you need to do. Um, and then I woke up again when it came to the concept of coaching. I've always loved in some shape or form teaching and coaching. It's when I look back on my life, like my first job was coaching kids Um, I'm the oldest sister. I naturally kind of have a knack for it and just like helping and being very like maternal and loving. Um, and so I had this feeling of like, this is my calling. Like I, I need to be a part of this facility in some shape or form. And also there's not a women's program. So how cool would it be to pursue something? And it was, it was just a little dream at that point. And, um, I read this book called the dream the dream giver. Um, and it's about, it's a parable about, um, seeking out your journey or seeking out your goals and the trials and tribulations that come along with that. And this was a risk. Like when I started at Vigor, I was full-time work. I was full-time school. And, um, I just, you know, told my spouse at the time that I wanted to pursue that. I felt supported. And so I went for it. I, got Luca to sit down with me. I, he sat down and I, I stood up and I was like, this is what I, this is how I feel. This is what I want. I, I legit blacked out. And I remember being done and being like, okay, like that's it. And he looked at me and he was like, I couldn't even say no if I wanted to. He's like, you'd make amazing coach. And I was like, what a coach. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, just thinking like, maybe I could be a part of like administration or something. And, but he saw a, the bigger picture right? Like in looking back, like he saw the potential before I saw it. This place believed in me before I believed in me. Like it, it has had a profound effect on me, um, and my life path as of right now and going forward. And so anyways, I started interning. I remember my first week I did a training for warrior level one certification with Martin Rooney. And that, that was the catalyst that fueled my furnace (laughs) and I just hit the ground running like and I like went through the internship for about five months like a little bit longer than some of our other ones but I'm really glad I went through all of it um with that I got hired on in 2000 October of 2016 um from there within a couple of months with the help of another female coach that was working here at the time we launched um stronger our women's strength and conditioning program which now like that's my that's my baby that's my that's my everything I 
am unbelievably appreciative and blessed and grateful for the opportunity to be a head coach of a women's strength training program. It is absolutely a dream come true. Every day that I get to coach, it's, it's, it's crazy how like you can look back on the day and just reflect of like, wow, like I'm literally doing what I just was initially a thought. And I was able to, I'm able to do it every day as a job and be passionate about it. And And so here we are now and just thinking about it and just talking to you guys right now about everything. It's just like, there's so much more that I could talk about, but I'm like, here's just a little bit of like my origin. Um, and there's a lot of nitty gritty and more details in there and that's okay. And we have all trials and tribulations and you guys will learn that, learn about those, um, with, every episode you'll learn a little bit more but we I mean ultimately the goal is to just have little mini episodes about us so you kind of know who we are um if you ever guys have any questions for us or for me just ask like I'm more than willing to talk about stuff so appreciate you guys listening there's a little glimpse of the Jess (laughs) and uh we will see you soon see you on the flip side stay classy